Blog Talk Radio. of Scotland, starving and outnumbered, charged the fields of Bannockburn. They fought like warrior poets. They fought like Scotsmen and won their freedom.
what country can preserve its liberties if its rulers are not warned from time to time that this people preserve the spirit of resistance? Let them take arms. What signifieth you lies lost in a century or two? The tree of liberty must be refreshed from time to time with the blood of patriots and tyrants. It is its natural manure. I don't know. During the American Revolution, the active forces in the field against the king's tyranny never amounted to more than 3% of the colonists. They were in turn actively supported by perhaps 10% of the population. In addition to these revolutionaries were perhaps another 20% who favored their cause but did little to nothing to support it. Another one-third of the population sided with the king. By the end of the war, there were actually more Americans fighting for the king than there were in the field against him. And the final third, they took no side and blew with the wind and took what came. Three percenters today do not claim that we represent three percent of the American people, although we might. That theory has not yet been tested. We do claim that we represent at least 3% of American gun owners, which is still a healthy number, somewhere in the neighborhood of 3 million people. History, for good or ill, is made by determined minorities. We are one such minority. So too are the current enemies of the Founders Republic. What remains, then, is the test of will and skill to determine who will shape the future of our nation.
uh, office secretary of state in Georgia, the state of Georgia, demanded the voting uh, laws there be changed and that my proposals be implemented. We demanded them, and we also called the state of Oregon and also Arizona, Maricopa County, Arizona, where we had it out with a, a dingbat probably by some stupid stretchhead idiot, uh, half-brain twit that didn't just pay, get paid to answer the phone. Probably too worried about getting ready to suck one off, probably after she gets off from work, who knows. But she sure as hell would, violated our rights when we called and asked some questions about the certification of the voting machines, and they could not give us an answer. They're criminals. They don't represent you. They represent their corporate interests and not the people's interests. They don't represent you. They don't represent me. They don't care about you, and they don't care about me. It's a big club, and you're not in it. And all they're going to do is take, take. They want more, and they're going to take more. They want more, more, and more, and you're going to give it to them. Or else you will obey. And until you put your bootstraps on and you take that oath and say, enough, you're not going to circumvent my rights any longer, period, end of story, end of the game, that's it, no more, period. And until the people to wake up and do that, and use your brain, everyone's still, January 6th, look what happened. You know, first of all, a bunch of, that's not what revolution is, January 6th, that's not, Okay? That's nothing to do with it. We don't need to surround the Capitol. They can keep the Capitol. Keep it. Turn the lights off. Go home. Do whatever you want to do. It serves no purpose. Washington, D.C. is a cesspool anyway. It's a dump. Let them have it. Put a fence around it. Who cares? Matter of fact, most of the cities in this country are ruined and destroyed from the liberal progressive, communist, Marxist policies. They don't want them. We don't need them. Not worried about nothing. Listen, man. Everyone's so worried about numbers and, and this and that. Very simple. You don't comply. Don't surrender. Don't give in. I think the Bundy Ranch was a prime example of how that can work in today's day and age. Don't give in. Don't surrender. Period. I mean, are you going to live by what this open, what we're going to live on? I mean, are you going to live on your knees or die on your feet? What do you want to do? It's up to you. They got to make the first move. You don't. You don't go out there and promote violence. You don't go out there and condone violence. No, we're nonviolent. But we will defend. But we're not. Come on, man. Your home is your castle. Every single no-knock warrant is unconstitutional. That's an act of war. Okay, you don't you don't let no, no, don't let that happen. There's no reason for it to happen. And we have to restore our republic. People need to get involved. How many people have sent out the proposals in the voter integrity? that I drafted up with another uh, Lor- Lorianne there, 
How many people have emailed them out today to the to state representative? How many people called and complained and demanded change? How many people did that today? I bet the Dumball was on, though. Everybody know what, what team won, right? We'd all know about that one. Just be ashamed of yourself. Just be ashamed of yourself. And I'll say that to anybody. I don't worry about hurting anybody's feelings. I can care less. People, you know, people, you'll kill each other. Like I said earlier today, you'll kill each other passing each other in the right lane. You'll pull over and you'll road rage. You'll kill each other. Disrespect me. Disrespect me. No, disrespect. No, no. But a cop pulls you over, you piss on yourselves. Be men, for God's sake. Be a man. Grow up. Cares about your car payment, your bills. Oh, your Federal Reserve notes. Your job just over broke. Who cares? It ain't not. It's temporary. Like these phony pastors I get on here. We're just passing through. I'm just passing through. You know, I'm soul, I'm soul winning. I got one soul win. Yeah, you can soul win. Get that, get, get, kick them right in the ass. Get them people out of your face. Fake, fake. Bunch of phonies. Bunch of phonies. God don't know them. Trust me. God don't know them. I've seen it firsthand. They're more cursed than anybody. Little faggots they are. Anyway, 657-383-0616. Press number one if you want to comment here, talk. Uh, got any uh, complaints or, or suggestions or, or stories here for me? Uh, we'll open up the phone lines here. Let me open up the first one here, 305. Hey, brother. How's it going? It's Mike with the TheBigVirusHoax.com and Righteous Army. Alrighty, how you doing? Good. I'm sitting here with my dad listening to you, man. And that, I, you know, once again, I think you just outdid yourself with that opening there. <laughs> that was, I tried. That was so, yeah, that was so natural and real and genuine and accurate. Yeah. Um, you know, and I told my dad, I said, you know, of all the people I've met, of all the people I've met, you know, in my three years of efforts at TheBigVirusHoax.com and RighteousArmy.org, especially with the RighteousArmy.org efforts. I said, this guy, Joseph, is the one that that I like the most, that I appreciate the most. Cause he, <laughs> well, thank he, you. He, 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 he takes no shit, you know, and um, and he's down to earth. He asks the hard questions. Um, he's not afraid to piss people off and say it like it is, you know, like me, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and I hope everything's going. I don't mean I don't want to air out your dirty laundry, but I hope everything's going all right for you. Yeah, no, man. Um, to be honest with you, I feel like airing that. In fact, I, I I did a video over at Dan Daniel John's house um, with one of my former students who came by just to document it. I so I did a video recording explaining everything about this psychopath. And I plan on putting yeah. that video all over the internet. But then again, part of me is Good. like, you know what? Put it in God's hands and let God deal with him. But at the same okay. time, I'm like, no, no, this well, SOB uh, needs to be exposed for who he is. Well, that's right. So well, that whatever they... decision you make, I'll respect. But but me, yeah. I would expose him, you know, because I cause I'd like to I'd like to smack him, you know. I know. <laughs> I know. But those I know. days He's are over. Tough... But, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's uh, it's a tough thing. I mean, it's been a a burden on my mind since it happened, you know. I mean, um, I know. I'm in a, I know. He really put me in a, in a in a precarious situation. 
And I'll, I'll be honest. And that's with what you. we do to each other, isn't it? That's what we Americans do to each other. That, then that's how we disrespect one another. You know. Well, he's but sick. the government walks he's all over us, and we don't do anything. Well, he's obviously sick anyway, right? I mean, let's face it. A yeah. guy who busted his girlfriend's head open and broke her jaw and went to prison for four years because of it. A guy who currently has a restraining order against him by his current wife. A guy who's been institutionalized in a psych ward. A guy who says he's got problems with porn. A guy who says every day he wants to commit suicide. A guy who said he can't stand life and he can't stand his job. And then he's pissed off at me and kicks me out of his house and says my wife can stay, who should have got his ass kicked right there on the spot. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a sick guy. That's a sick person. Yeah, that's a sick you know bastard. I mean? yeah. 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 He's a sick bastard. You know, so and, so I almost feel in, in some way, Joe, you know that there's also truth. You know, the old saying is I appreciate you know that I'm right with you on this thing about all these fake preachers and, you know, winning souls crap instead of standing up for their yeah. own dignity and right, standing up for the yeah. truth and standing up for God. You know, we're on the same page with that. Um but, you know, it's also true, you know, that, you know, whether it's, you know, karmic or spiritual or, or coincidental or whatever it is, um, th- there's no doubt that, you know, and I'm saying this figuratively, the devil's always trying to trip you up. You know, the devil's always trying to get you to screw up or put you in a spot. Uh, or, or, or maybe a better way of saying it is we're always being tested. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like let's, yeah. let's, let's put Mike in this situation and see how he deals with it. You know what I mean? And, and as you yeah. know, you know, like, 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 as you know, the details, when we talked about it, the average guy sitting yes. there at the table would have, would have backslapped him across his face in his own home at his own table. Oh, yeah. Um, they would have gotten a fight, either gotten beat up or beat the guy up, one or the other. Yeah. And, and right. then you'd be sitting in jail. That's, that's right. So that's where I, I, I'm able to look at it as just a test. You know, it was something for me to deal with. And even the aftermath of my wife still being there because we got no place to go and me, you know, going back to my dad's place, you know, when it's, you know, in the process of being ready to get sold and and we were supposed to be getting out of here and now I'm back here and my wife's there. The guy separates a family, separates a husband from his wife. That's sick. That's that's disgusting. That's disgusting. I know. That's an ass whooping right there, you know. I know. To be honest with you. And the fact that every single night, he, that was disrespectful to my wife, knowing, because he knows that every single night I had dinner ready for my wife on the table when she got home because she's busting her ass all day. Three jobs, man, cleaning offices and cleaning houses. And when she gets home, I'm there with dinner ready for her to eat when she's hungry. And now I can't be there for her anymore to do that. I feel like kicking his yep. fucking ass. Oh, sorry, Joe. Forget yeah, me. I know. Uh, I know. I like, uh, I, yeah, it actually does piss but, me but off. But like, don't get I, yourself I, jammed up because, you know, right, it's not, not worth it, like you said. That's my point. Right, that's my point. That's my point. I, I'm, I feel like it. No, I could have said worse. I feel like, and I could say another word. He needs to be, does, he needs to not exist anymore as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But I'm not going to do that, right? I'm not, because see, that's the test, right? That's the test. Yeah. He deserves, in my opinion, he deserves to be annihilated. He doesn't deserve to live as far as I'm concerned. And I believe No, and, I and under God's law, and under God's law, he would pay that penalty too. You know, if That's we were right. a righteous, right. if we were a righteous country like we were supposed to be, because he'd be he'd be shamed for what he did. He'd be dis, you know, he, I don't I I don't know what the penalty would be, but I think in the old days you get stoned right. for that. You know, That's, <laughs> that's right. That's, I mean, come on. So, so here, so here I am having to deal with this reality, and 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 it, I guess it, it segued right into you know the points you were making in your opening, right? That what how people are, people. 
people are godless. They're godless. They're, yeah. they're, even if they're like this guy claims to be in the truther community, he's always on TikTok and watching the conspiracy videos in the Q Chan and in Q, and he's all about the truth and he's arguing with people on Twitter. So he's all about being a truth warrior, but he's a piece of scum. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. So, yeah. so does it matter if you're in the tr- truth community? If you're a dirtbag lowlife like that? No, it's, it's, it's irrelevant. You know what I mean? And that's what destroys our patriot community, our patriotic community, these low-life, no-good degenerates that, that have no moral, no standard whatsoever, no moral foundation, no work ethic, no type of drive for honesty, truth, or, or an obligation to do what is right and correct. They are just scum. And they take the easy way, way out all the time. And they'll backstab their brother and sister in the back any day of the week. And it's pathetic. That's right. Yeah, it is you pathetic. Know? I got another caller here so, on them that's waiting. I got their hand up. Let me bring yeah. them on. I think I know who this is, but let's see. Go ahead. 330. Go ahead. That son of a bitch sounds like he needs his teeth knocked out, and I'll get on a plane and come down there and open the door right underneath <laughs> him for you, Mike. No, hey, Tave, like thank you, man. Thank you, Tave. I know you would. Joseph you know, offered the same. Joe, Joe offered you know, the same. <laughs> But you know, yeah, I offered to stand the first time. <laughs> I'm listening to you, Mike, and I hear it, what you're saying. But my question is, I understand you're doing everything for your wife, but why did your wife decide to stay there? Well, no, that's, this I, is I, the I, predicament. Right, well, here's the predicament you know I mean? I'm in. All right, my, my wife and I, were, all right, my dad, 82, he's retired, right? He's got a house where my son lives here. I'm living here with my wife. My, my wife's son came from Venezuela. He's here. My dad doesn't necessarily desire that, but he's done that for us, right? Out of the goodness of his heart, he's let us stay here. But at the same time, he wants his quiet. He wants his peace, right? He doesn't want a bunch of people in his house. So he's entitled to, to not want us here. But he also knows yeah, that he's he's age, he should have and, peace and tranquility, you know? Yeah. Right, right. So he's, he's entitled to that, but at the same time, he is very, um, you know, giving, and, and he's, he's gone out of his way above and beyond for us to be here so we could have a place to stay, and my son included, who's 32, and he's a hotshot firefighter. He's out there he fighting fires right better. now, actually. My, he so wouldn't be any my, better than that guy doing that shit to that girl that you were talking about if he didn't help you out. That's what it's right, about. Right, but, but, but to put it in context... Out. But just to put it in context for you, Taven, for the audience or anybody that listens to this, um, I'm here with my dad, but unfortunately, everybody knows, unfortunately, there can even be familiar conflicts and things, right? So my, aside from the fact that my dad is trying to sell his house, so we kind of have to find another place to leave, my son and my wife went at odds with one another big time. Oh. So here I got my oh, son. Oh, really? Um, yeah, so I got my son. Um, you know, um, who, who was not justified in his beha- behavior or actions either. He was out of control and, and not right in his position. But because of, you know, some personal back and forth between the two of them, they're like at odds with one another. So it basically was, okay, they're trying to sell the place. They're telling us to get out anyway because they want to sell the place. Plus my Josh, my son Josh and my wife are going at it. So, okay, let's, let's get out of here, right? So I made a couple phone calls to, to some friends. And the first person I called was a friend I've known from years ago from the church I used to go to years ago, George Khalil, a genuine Christian guy, good guy. And he told me he was on his way to Hawaii, so, you know, he couldn't do anything, and he was already full up in his house. He had nothing for, no rooms for rent or anything. So then I called. There's a woman I've known my whole life. Her name was Teresita Perez, a very godly woman, a good woman. Uh, uh, my, she was good friends with my dad. She has a house. 
Well, back when I was 24 years of age studying jazz guitar music at, at Miami-Dade, she let me live there because I was going to college. I didn't have a job. I was just, you know, a full-time student. So she let me sleep on the couch, and, she, you know, I could shower there, and I could eat there, and I could study there. I had a place to stay. So she offered me a place to stay when I was a student. So, you know, that lasted for, I don't know, a year or whatever. My first wife died when I was living there at that time, caused a whole other bunch of problems in my life. But, you know, life goes on, right? I went on to do whatever I'm doing in life. So over the next 20, 30 years, I would go by her house um, every year, maybe every six months, maybe three or four years might go by. But I'd go by her house over the years. Hey, Terry, just thought I'd come by and say hi, right? We'd go over and say hi. And her sons... Right. She had three sons. Eric was the oldest. Then there was Omar, the middle, and then Adam, the youngest. And when I lived there at 24, they were like, you know, six, eight, and 10, or, you know, seven, nine, and 12, something like that. And Eric, even at that time, the oldest one, he was a very obnoxious, belligerent kid. But I didn't care. I mean, I was just living there, and that was that. But as time went on, over the years, I'd see them, and they, you know, they had their lives. They grew up. They went to, one, a couple of them went to college. They got married. They had kids. They had their lives, right? So the bottom line is I didn't really know. I knew them, but I didn't. I really would go over to say hi to their mom, right? And I might see them. Hey, man, how's it going, Eric? Hey, Omar, how you doing? Um, one time I was driving down US-1, and some guy pulled up alongside of me in his truck with a beard and a mustache, and he's beeping because I had my the big virus hoax.com sticker on the back of my car. And he's beeping his horn, and he's giving me a thumbs up. He's going, hey, Mike, it's Omar. I said, oh, hey, Omar, how's it going? Her, her middle son, right? He recognized me because of my bumper sticker because he knew I had that website. So a couple months later, I'm in a parking lot, and I see some truck zip in with a big American flag on the back. This was in 2020, right, right when all the shit was going on with the Trump reelection and all the crap. Just after COVID got started, we knew what was going on with, you know, the, the you know, voting, you know, let's, you know, make it so they got to send their votes in so they could rig the election and all the bullshit that was going on and the COVID BS. There you just said so it, all the bullshit. So I'm driving an Uber, and I see some guy pull in real quick in a little pickup truck with a big, you know, American flag on the back and a, and a don't tread on me flag. And I'm like, man, i got to go talk to that guy. So I go up, and I, the guy gets out of the truck and says, hey, man, and hey, Eric, it was Eric. It was the oldest one, right? Eric, her son Eric. I said, yo, man, what's up? I haven't seen you. Well, what's going on? So we'll start shooting the shit. That was in 2020. So over the last three years, he, this is a guy who became like an, a, a, an acquaintance of mine because of, again, the Q and the truth in community. In fact, three years ago, he was over telling me, hey, Mike, check this out, man. JFK is still alive, you know, and all that bullshit, right? And he's showing me these images of some guy that's supposed to be JFK. And, and, and again, his mom, Teresita, I knew her from the church. She was a Seventh-day Adventist Christian, very hard, you know, core, very, you know, church-going Seventh-day Adventist Christian. So she raised all three of her sons in that, you know, in the Bible and in the doctrines of the Seventh-day Adventist church. So this guy, Eric, he went on with his life. Well, I found out, you know, <laughs> the hard way, right, that Eric, who had been on Zoom meetings with me, one time I went and picked him up. He went with us to, to um, uh, I, uh he was going to go with us to a Trump rally, and he, he, met, he met us over at, at a taco place, and he had this big flag draped around his shoulder, you know, and, and um, uh, what's the guy's name? Somebody say his name. The guy that uh, not uh, – uh, the guy that claims that he's the current, you know, has the flag, and, and he's the current postmaster general, and he's the current Supreme Court justice – I believe, honestly, he's a schizophrenic guy, but um, 
he's very popular on the on YouTube. Um, you guys oh, remember the God, name? Who is that? I can't think of his name. Yeah, I know. I always forget the guy's those. name. I right. always forget his name. He's all over YouTube talking like he's the current. But he's losing junk. his mind, basically. <laughs> right, right. Um, and, right. and there was a, he's the guy that does all that stuff with the talking about, uh, um, you know, the, the linguistics. What do they call it? And he, now time, grammar, and all that. Um, who knows? Man. Who cares? Well, anyway, this guy, I, I, I'm convinced he's a schizophrenic of some sort, but, but Eric, of course, was into him, too, right? like promoting him. So the bottom line is this guy, Eric, is just a guy I've known you know, for many years since he was a kid. For the last three years, he's been on our Zoom meetings, and he's you know, sticking himself out there like he's some truther in the truth community. And, and he's a, you know, now he's against Q, and it's all a psyop, and it's ultimately about Jesus coming back because he's a Christian, Seventh-day Adventist. And it's a, so he's this truther guy. And I've you know, been like an acquaintance of him over the last three years in a way that I thought was good. You know, like he, he, he's a truther guy. He's a brother. So I called him that night. I said, Eric, because I knew his mom rented two efficiencies out in their house. I said, Eric, my wife and I need a place to go, man. We, we got to get out of this where I'm at, and we got no place. He goes, oh, man, hey, I got two rooms in the house that, I'm, that I was just getting ready to rent out. Um, you know, come on over, man. Yeah, I'll even give you a deal. You're like a brother to me, man. Come on over. You could stay here with me. And um, I said, oh, great, Eric. That's great. So when I went over there um, Sunday with my wife so we could meet him and see, the, see him and they could see the rooms, um, he was out working on his car all sweaty, you know, and, and – uh, I told him, I said, first thing I said to him was, hey, Eric, man, I, you know, I appreciate you giving me this opportunity, but I said, honestly, man, you know, we're, we're friends, you know, and, and, you know, when people live together, sometimes things change, and I don't want this to, you know, ruin our relationship or our friendship or anything, you know. So he goes, no, no, man, it's all good. And then I went in, he showed us the rooms, and he had a dog. It was a neutered pit bull, but I was con- concerned about that because I got my little Shih Tzu Terry. And he goes, no, no, he's like a little jam. He's a good little dog, no problem. Bottom line is, the next day, we got a U-Haul. We moved all our stuff over there. So here I'm living with the guy, right? So now I'm in the guy's house, and he said he was giving us, usually it's $1,000 per room, so $2,000. He was giving us both rooms for $1,000, right? So we have our own bathroom. He showers in that bathroom, but he has another bathroom to use for, you know, for the toilet. And then he said, this is you guys' bathroom, but I'll just shower in there. And then he says, of course, you have full use of the kitchen and the house. And there's two refrigerators in the kitchen. One was for the people that are renting the place. So we got full into the house, the two rooms, and for $1,000 a month, that was actually a very good deal. Plus, he doesn't watch television. Um, I, I, I can't stand a television. Um, you know, when I was living with my dad, TV was on all the time. I couldn't stand it. I couldn't concentrate. It was the back corner room in the house. The backyard's, you know, surrounded by bushes. So it was nice and quiet and peaceful. The bottom line, guys, I'm telling you, it was perfect. My wife and I were so happy. This is awesome. But guess what? Now that we're living there, like within the first two or three days, um, hey, uh, guys, why is the laundry lid open, man? I mean, why is it shut? You know, you got to let the air in, man. Keep it open, all right? He like spazzed out over it like a little thing. And my wife and I are like, whoa, okay, okay, we'll <laughs> keep it open, you know? Um, and then maybe the next day, um, there was a bowl that wasn't mine. I wasn't sure where he would want it. I'm new in the house. He's got cabinets. Now, he has everything completely organized in his kitchen, man. He's got the little towel there to keep the counter dry. You know, he's got everything in the cabinets. So 
I took a bull that was sitting there that wasn't mine, and I just kind of set it over on his side so he could do something with it because it was his bull, not mine. I don't know where to put it. He comes home. Why the hell is this bull just sitting here on the counter, man? That's not where a bull goes. It goes in the cabinet. Can't you put it in the cabinet? Like made a big deal out of nothing, right? So, again, I'm like, holy crap. I'm, you know, I mean, spazzing out over trivial so, shit. Uh, and so he probably have to be in there. under his thumb. Totally right, probably. Right, stuff. that's exactly like a control freak or something. So now yep. we're there, and the first week, maybe after being there a week, um, every night I cooked dinner for my wife, and I offered him. He was every night he goes out in the shed in the back to smoke his dope. Every night he's back there smoking marijuana and sitting with his feet up with a cell phone on, watching videos, conspiracy videos or whatever, right? Q chan. So he's over, always, that's what he does. He comes home, he goes up back, he smokes a cigarette, the cigarette smokes all over, and then he goes in and smokes his dope sitting in the, in the shed, right? So he, he's in there, and I, and I say to him, I said, I said, hey, Eric, I just made some honey garlic chicken, man. It's really good. I made it, you know, fresh honey garlic chicken for my wife. You want some? And he's kind of just like, nah. And he was like, no, no, I'm, you know, he's watching the thing. I said, no, it's good, man. Let me bring you some. I'll, I'll bring you some out. And then he just kind of ignored me. So I walked in the house. I made up, I put some rice on the plate. I put some chicken on top. I walked back out. When I go back out, he's inside the shed with his feet up on the table looking at his phone. And as soon as I got right in front of him with the plate and put the plate in front of him, dude, instantly, I put the plate in front of him. He goes, fuck, man, fuck, no. I said, no, God damn it, bam, bam. I'd be stuck on bam, bam. Beating on the wooden table with his fist. He says, don't you know, no, it's no, man. No, it's no. I said, no. Like a maniac. And I was like, holy shit. Sociopath. And I I just, I subdued, and I just went back in the house, and that was it, right? So now the next day, the next day he comes home, and he's like, hey, Mike, man, I'm sorry about last night. I was a lot of control. You were just trying to do something nice, man, and... And, and you were just trying to do something nice for me. And, you know, I apologize, man. I said, no, no, you don't apologize. He goes, no, yeah, I do. I said, okay, apology accepted. No problem. So, like, manic depressant, up and down. So yeah. a variety of these types of things were happening. Um, another example, um, I was out walking. I do a walk, and I wear my sweatpants and my sweatshirts. And it, there was a lot of rain in his area, man, always. I mean, I did a couple videos even because it was like floods in the front of his house, almost like a lake. But it was raining. So I went for my walk, and I got caught in the rain. So I come back. My, my clothes are soaking wet. So I took them off outside on the back. I mean, it's in the backyard. It's on a little walkway. And I took them off. And, yes, I forgot to pick them up. I kind of left them there. So I come back the next day, and he's on the shed. He's like having a shit. But what are you clothes you sitting there, man? Hang them up over here. So I said, yeah, okay, I'm sorry. It was raining, you know. So, so I picked up the clothes, and I said, can I put them here? He said, yeah. So I hung them up on, like, a little wooden thing between the house and the shed, like a little, you know, planter type thing. And he said I could put them there. So I said, fine. So the next day, it was raining again. So I, the, the, I kept them there because it was still raining. So I just left them out there because they're sopping wet. So then the next day goes by, three days later, and I go outside, and they're still wet, but they're drying. I want to let them dry. So he's out in the shed again, and I walk out, and he goes, what the fuck are you close? Still out here, man. You, you... you still there? I'm still here. Where the hell did he go? Where'd you going to get the take the clothes off the thing? What the fuck? Mike, you there? You got Mike still there? 
No, he's not talking. Mike. No, he just stopped all of a sudden. Yep, he just dropped. <laughs> yeah, he dropped, huh? Oh, well. Oh, okay. His phone like, dropped. He's had some connection problems with his phone. He's halfway through his story. Maybe about 80% done. Now he doesn't get to finish it. <laughs> his phone died. I'm like, what's this story? It's a moral loop story. You just leave the clothes out there and the guy threw you out or what? Well, pretty much the moral of the, moral of the story is, is like, you know, I, I don't want to say too much about a story that he didn't tell because it's, that's his business. But but I right, see your right. point, what you were saying about his wife staying there. I don't think that's right either, but at the same time, I see Absolutely his, his position, not. you know. Now, so I would be pissed at her, too, I know his you know. Dad, so his, his, his wife is staying there, but is that guy staying in the same house now, too? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, oh, that's kind yeah, of messed up, huh? Well, I got, I got to, I got to shut that down on my end of the deal. Hey, you either come yeah. with me, or stay with him. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he's got, he's got a good temper to, to allow that because I'd be like, hell no, man, I ain't allowing that. That house either, either we're, either we're done, and I'm filing for divorce, and. uh and, right. and, and, you know, and somebody's getting an ass whooping here, and uh, we're a, done, you know what I mean? <laughs> a good woman, a good, good woman or a wife, you would think, that's not even a debate. Not even a I know. If, if my husband's leaving, I'm going with him. What the fuck, you know, what do you oh, Well, she don't God. speak good English, so she's not from this country, so that know, probably could be a reason, too, you know? So, hang on, well, I think Mike just called back him. No, that's well, not him, that's a private caller, okay? Because, uh, Christ Almighty, I mean, if she can't speak English, I mean... He, he, You'd be taking more advantage of it. I'd be more worried. Well, I'd be worried the psychopath be trying to uh, rape her or something, yeah. you know. I mean, jeez, I mean, I, you know, and see, she's from I mean, Venezuela, God. so she don't speak that good of English, so she probably, she's not familiar with the American style or American culture, so probably in Venezuela, well, that's right. a common thing, you know. So, well, you know, they, they, they don't think twice right. about that yeah. type of thing, I think, so. But, I mean, like I don't you know. said, I mean, her not, that, that, that language barrier, that's going to give you Ten more things to worry about. Yeah, Man, that's, yeah. That, that can't that can't be like that. I mean, I you know what? If it was me, I've been in a spot. I've had Joe. I've been at the top of the world, had everything I ever wanted. I've been in the bottom of the fucking barrel and didn't have a pot to piss in. And I tell you what, yeah. it's humbling. Number one, it's humbling. So once you get back yeah. on your feet like I am now, I don't need shit. I don't need. I can get by with the back and a quarter a day may save you play. That's all I need. Yeah. And I, I I'll tell you one thing, though. Home. One thing you do need is a new phone because your phone sounds like shit. Oh, well. <laughs> I can barely I hear you, man. It sounds terrible. It sounds like it sounds yeah. like you're in a uh, like a, a a well. You're down stuck in a well. Okay, and it's like whoa, whoa, you I'm know, like you it's echoing. I'm, a, I'm upstairs. I'm on, I'm going to switch over to my other phone that I got just for that reason because I, I live in a fucking two-story house and I have to have a fucking phone for each story before it to work right. Yeah, I don't know. I think if sometimes when you guys connect those headsets up to those earbuds or something, they just don't work right. You know, for for block talk radio, I don't know why. But but uh, I'll call you back on two, three, four. All right, that's fine. That's fine. I'll play uh, play something probably here in a second here because I want to cover the Tenth Amendment. So, um, but uh, yeah. So anybody that missed the show, yeah, anyone that missed the show earlier. Um, you know, uh, they, they, they missed me calling the state representatives, and uh, I also called the Secretary of State there for Oregon and Georgia, and we called Maricopa County, Arizona, and uh, oh, got, of course, uh, you have to go back and listen to the archive show, and then we got into a big discussion about Hawaii 
and Maui uh, with Alan there from Colorado. Uh, big debate there, and Joe kind of grilled them pretty good. So, uh, so uh, Joe Joe doesn't know that there's a show tonight because I told him there wasn't going to be one. But so this is kind of the follow up show. But so if you missed the podcast from earlier, we did cover the. Uh, I did what I said I was going to do. I contacted the, the uh, about the election. I, I emailed everybody. Uh, I didn't get all 50 states in, but I got a lot of them in. Let's put it that way. Um, and uh, and I called a few of these people live on on this podcast and uh, questioned them about the elections and the uh, the certification of the voting machines was questioned in Maricopa County. So uh, and of course they couldn't answer any of our questions. And so you know we got we got I did what I was supposed to do. Hopefully everyone did their part and uh emailed these people and uh and if you haven't you need to do it you know uh and, and make a difference make a change or and make a make some sort of noise out there it, it could spread like wildfire if, if people do it and and one and, and somebody has a friend do it you do a buddy system like one person tells a friend that person tells a friend that person tells a friend it could be a ripple effect that could spread out and fan out that could really grow but people just don't understand that they just you know people are just not going to follow through through with procedure so i think mike's back oh mike just dropped again he just he, mike was just there and he dropped again why does this call keep dropping i just oh wait there he is there he's back again okay here we go mike all right here you are can you hear me, Mike? Yeah, 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 man. Can you hear me? Yeah, your phone dropped. It dropped on me. I, I got another one. I put your yeah, hand yeah. up too. So let me put connect them here. Two, three, four. Go ahead. Two, three, four. That's me again, Joe. Okay. Okay. Good. All right, Mike. Finish your story. Yeah. Finish. Mike. Right. Yeah. Do you want me to finish the story? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. You stopped it. Your okay. phone's hanging on the wooden thing. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So the clothes. So the clothes are out there, and he, he raises holy shit about that. I don't want to watch. look at your stinky socks, right? So by that point, they were almost dry. I just took them in, you know, so I could wash them the next day. But the bottom line is it was constantly something, man, with this guy, it, either something my wife did or something I did. And then here's another thing. Every, when I was there, right, when, it, was, it was when I moved in there, because, again, there were times when he was acting like he was my friend and everything. Um, he told me that he was in prison for four years for busting his ex-girlfriend's head open and breaking her jaw. And he was in prison for four years for that. That's crazy. He also told me, he also told me that he was temporarily institutionalized. He was in a psych ward, but he told him, Oh, go watch this video and you'll see I'm not the one that's crazy, but he was nonetheless in a psych ward. Um, it was, uh, came to my attention that he currently has a restraining order against him, um, by his current wife. Um, and again, he's every, every night out there smoking his dope, every night a day out there smoking his cigarettes, every day manic depressant, up and forth, back and down. So, so it's just Bipolar. like, what did I get? Yeah, so it's like, what did I get myself into? Well, well, that week, I was talking to, if you guys remember Josh in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. I had Josh on the phone, and I'm standing in the kitchen with Eric, and we're talking with Josh, and we were talking about some, some spiritual, you know, ideas. Um, you know, uh, um, Josh tends to, you know, favor a, a guy by the name of Jonathan Kleck, who's on YouTube, and I'm um, of the position that he's very much like a cult leader. He, he, he misinterprets it, uh, the Bible big time. He, he misapplies words. So I got it. We were getting into a conversation about that. I recently wrote a blog on that, by the way. It's on the website. It's called Cult Buster. Jonathan Kleck, if you want to read it, it's, it's a pretty good blog I just did to point out the fallacies and what this guy says. 
but we were discussing these issues and, and and all of a sudden eric while 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 josh is on the phone on the speaker and we're you know and i'm in the kitchen with eric because eric didn't like what joshua was saying eric walks over the phone and screams in the phone fuck you you demon you fucking demon and hung my phone <laughs> So then, so then, I swear to God, that motherfucker wouldn't have been able to talk for a week. What a psychopath. And every time, no one, every time he ate so for a month, guy, his so mouth was hurt because so his was going to knock his teeth out. It was, I know you wow. would, Tave, and I know you could, and I know Joseph could. But and and I know you guys would love to, and I would love for you to. But let you know, we'll talk about that later, right? I don't, I don't. All right, tell us how it ended up. Tell us what the final straw was. So, so so on that issue, about about a day or two later, Eric again goes into his other mode, like, "Hey, hey, man, how you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sorry about that on the phone the other night. You know, I I was out of place. I was wrong. And I told him, I said, "Well, I appreciate you telling me you were wrong, but would you be willing to tell that to Josh? Would you be willing to apologize to Josh?" And he said, yeah, sure. So I called Josh, and Josh didn't want nothing to do with him. He says, I don't want to hear nothing from that guy again. That guy's a psychopath. So, so, that, so later that week or the next week on a Saturday, I'm on the phone with Dan, with Daniel Johns, right, who's been on several meetings with us. Dan is a really godly guy. He knows the scriptures. So it's on Saturday, on the Sabbath, and Eric and I are in the house Again, like friends, we're talking, like everything's normal. We're just discussing some things. So I said, let me call Dan. He, he's got some insights on this issue, right? So I called Dan, and Eric and I are standing in the kitchen, and it had something to do. It was just a, a, a dialogue about it, – it was a doctrinal issue, right, because obviously people have different beliefs about different things, you know, doctrinally, and he does big time. Like he was raised a seventh – day adventist christian per their doctrines and he's a literalist he takes everything in the bible literal he believes adam and eve ate a piece of fruit and that was you know the that was the fall of the world you know because they ate a piece of fruit he really believes that he doesn't see the cryptic side of it or the you know which again i don't want to go down that road right now be different people have different views but the bottom line is i'm on the phone with dan and as soon as i told him that dan pointed out that the sacrificial systems, because that's a big part of Christianity, is this whole thing about sacrifice, right? How this whole thing of sacrificing animals and everything comes from heathenism. It comes from paganism. It comes out of Babylon, right? And we, most people associate, you know, blood, blood sacrifices, right, with, with heathenism. And a lot of people, I was just making the point, that there are a lot of people that are opposed to Christianity because they view the, the, the concept of God from the Old Testament as being this bloodthirsty, you know, tyrant, you know, like killing animals and sacrifice for me and this kind of thing. So I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not approving or disapproving. I'm just making the point objectively that there are people who are opposed to Christianity because of all that stuff. And that's understandable. So I told Eric, I said, you know, Dan pointed out that maybe he just, maybe he did come here just as a perfect man. Maybe he was in fact, God in the flesh incarnate to be a perfect example unto us. Maybe just him being here, his perfect existence alone was sufficient. And I told him, I said, because even the Seventh-day Adventist church, they have this woman named Ellen White that they claim is their prophet. And I remember a, a preacher at the church once saying that Ellen White said, even in her books, that if Jesus Christ had been accepted by the Jews, he would not have been sacrificed. He wouldn't have had to have been sacrificed because he would have been accepted as the king, right, as, as the ruler. 
right? That's that true, was yeah. A statement. Right. As all I did was make that statement. And before I could even finish it, like I did with you guys, as soon as I said it, Eric changed like a light switch. One second, we're in the kitchen, and we're talking friendly. And as soon as I made those comments about what Dan said and the sacrifice and what Ellen White said, fuck you, get out of my house, you demon. Get the hell out of here. And went up to the phone, screaming <laughs> on the phone again, you fucking demon. And then he, he looked at me, he's going, demon, demon, get out of my house. Get the fuck out of my house now. Go, go. And he started doing this roostering his chest up to me like he was going to get physical and hit me. And, dude, at that point, I was like, holy, I was getting ready to take a walk. You know, and he goes, go, go take your walk. And I left. That was Saturday. That night, needless to say, he was cold. The next day, Sunday, he was cold. The next day, Monday, my wife comes home from work. I have her dinner ready for her. Dinner's on the table. She eats. I eat. Her son eats. When we're done eating, Eric got his food, and he sat at the table. He was eating while we were washing our dishes and cleaning up. By the time we were done cleaning up, he was done eating. As Monica and I started walking to the bedroom, Eric goes, Monica, Mike, come here a minute. And all of a sudden, he changed. Again, he put on this very, like, manipulative, like he was trying to manipulate my wife and maybe try to piss me off. He acted, like, all nice and somber with my wife. And he goes, Mike, Monica, have a seat. And then he was acting all nice. Now, visualize this. We're at this dining table. I'm in the center. He's to my right on one end, and my wife is to my left on the other end. And Eric, with this very manipulative tone, he, like, looks at my wife, and he blows her a kiss across the table and, like, taps his heart, and he goes, muy, muy amable. Muy amable means, you know, I really, like, I, 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 I'm, I have affection for you. I love you. You and your, your son. You and your son can stay. And without even looking at me, he just points to me while he's looking at my wife after blowing her a kiss and say, you can stay. He goes, muy amable. You, you can stay here, but him? And he doesn't even look. He just points at me but goes, he has to leave. And I'm telling you, I was right, right at that now, point. You should have looked right at him, Mike, and said, this is what's going to happen. You're going to get in your fucking truck, and you're going to leave for the remainder of the night. Because if you can hear, when I'm here and she's here and you just did that, the, the, the ground will open up below you tonight. Because we're leaving. Fuck you. Right. Right. So here's the problem. Done the same he, thing. Here's the problem. Number one problem is when he said that, the average man, I'm not the average man, the average guy, Probably either one of you guys, if you were sitting there and he blew a kiss at your wife and said, you can stay, but he's going to leave, probably, you probably would have backhanded him and gave him a bloody lip and knocked him down on the floor. I would have grabbed one of the forks on the table and stabbed him in the throat. Yeah, we've, been playing, we've been playing marbles with his eyeballs or something. But right, no, and, and, and that's true. Most that, that would be the typical reaction. And that's going back to the thing about being tested. I felt the test coming on me. Because as he was saying that, yes, inside, I'm like, what, oh, uh, just what, language is, what dialect is her language, Mike, being Venezuelan? Is um, well, he's, he's, Cuban, he's Cuban-American. I mean, he speaks Spanish. My wife is Venezuelan-Italian, so she speaks Italian. She speaks Spanish. But they're, but okay, they're sitting there okay. talking. And, w- and when he said that, yes, in my mind, I'm just keeping my cool. And, and I'm thinking to myself, man, this guy has no – idea how fortunate he is that i'm not like some average guy who would just backslap him right here in his own home at his own table and put him on the floor yeah so i just let him i just let him keep talking like he did to my wife and i said so my wife looked at me and he got up and went in the kitchen i said monica and he could hear what i was saying i said i'm not going to say anything to you now because of what i have to say if i say it right now in front of him he's just going to get pissed off and i don't want this to escalate so we'll talk about it later so we went in the room, and the bottom line is 
now I'm in a conundrum because my wife is freaking out saying, where are we going to go? Because we have no place to go. And I'm telling you, it, it's actually criminal. The rent in Miami is evil. It's criminal. It, it, it is. It's sick. In Miami, a, 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 a two-bedroom, two-bath apartment that I used to rent 20, 30 years ago when I was a student at school that was $600 a month for a two-bedroom, two-bath, today the same place is $2,500. It's evil. Wow. Right? So, so we, I've called several places. Oh, hey, wait a minute, Mike. Let me, Mike, let me say something here. Let me tell you something right now. From hearing this story, and I've dealt with some serious people with some serious psychological studies. This character that you're talking to, this guy that you thought was your friend, has gone through a process to break down the commitment, almost trying to separate you and your wife, has played this out now, and has got you in a position and her to blow her a kiss and say you can say he's got to go because he knows she's going to cave to it. Right, and I'm going to be honest with you. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. One of the things I'm concerned about, and I told my wife, this, I, this is a guy who's not only – not only is this guy obviously sick, but he flat out told me he has problems with yeah. porn. So I can't help think that he wanted me out of the house so that he could go in my wife's room when I'm not there jerking off or doing whatever hey, his thrill is. You know what? That's fine. Go jerk off. Go do that. So how about the situation breaking into somebody's jaw and cracking their head open? We're, you're going to a whole other level now. This woman can't right. speak a real good English in, a, in, in the country. She can't get help or, I mean, scream or help. Yeah, but that's not gonna, you're not going to have time for that. that right. Well, so let me, tell you what, let me tell you what happened. That, that, the next couple of days I told my, my wife's like, you know, can, can you just go back to your dad's? Where are we going to go? Because I can't go back to your dad's, you know, because of the problem with my son. And, and you know, and, and, and overall my dad, you know, wanted us out of here. We, you know, we can't come back here. So what are we going to do? we got no place to go. So now I'm in a predicament. So I said, well, I'm not going nowhere. We're paid up through September 8th. We'll find a place. So in part, I'm a little disappointed with my wife for not con- trusting me because I told her God will provide. God will find yeah. us another place. We're paid up through September 8th. Don't worry about it. And she's like, no, no, it's too expensive, but we don't have the money, and where are we going to go? So it was nerve-wracking because, like I said at the outset of this, that was a good deal, $1,000 for the two of us in the two rooms. That was an excellent deal. It's just I didn't know the guy was that much of a psychopath. And on top of that, he's actually admitting, you know, told me that he's, that he's addicted to porn. He's got porn problems. So, so he wants me out of the house. Do you think I'm going to let my wife stay there? Hell no, right? So I said, no, my, you're not staying here alone with this psychopath. So a few days went by. And I tried to communicate with him. I said, hey, Eric, he said, I don't want to talk to you. He was, and he was the same way. So I just ignored him. He says, why are you still here? You need to get out. So I just said, okay, I'm going to ignore him at this point. So I ignored him for, for a few days. So last Monday, my wife came home. I had her dinner ready. And this piece of shit came up behind me while my wife was in there. And I was getting ready to serve her food. And it was all done on the stove. He comes up with that little cocky, again, that, that, manipulative like changed his tone and personality talking to her and real subtly he's like behind me talking to her he goes like real casually he's like why is he still here <laughs> well, why is he still here and and then he says you know like like what's this guy here for well why, why is this guy still here what did and she then, say and then he what said, did she do what was her reaction she looked at me and she didn't know what to say she goes, can, can, can you leave, you know, go to your dad? And I said, wait a minute. I said, that's when I finally let myself go. That was the night. I, 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 said, I said, hey, asshole, 
you think I'm going to leave my wife here with a sicko like you? And then he starts saying, no, you're sick. I said, you're sick. I said, you're a hateful, angry, bigoted, sick person. And then he started calling me names. I'm calling him names. So now it becomes a name-calling thing. And then my wife's freaking out because she didn't want to see a fist fight or something. So then her son comes running out of the room, and then he starts telling me, just leave, telling me to leave. And now I'm like, oh, great. Now I got my wife telling me to leave because he, because this sick piece of shit, is telling me I got to leave, or if I don't leave, we all got to leave. If you don't, if he doesn't leave, all of you are leaving. So he's 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 playing her against me. He's manipulating her against me. If he doesn't leave, all of you are leaving, and they got no place to go. I got a place to go that I didn't even want to go because I didn't want to come back here to my dad's place. I was literally going to go sleep in the park. I, I, I would have gone to sleep in the park if it wasn't for my lucky dog and the fact that I had to get my personal belongings out. So when he was doing shit in the this, kitchen, Mike. saying, why is, this guy, why is he still here? I, I let loose. I let loose on him, and we started going back and forth. And because we were going back and forth, my wife started freaking out. She looked like she was going to cry. Just leave. I'll be okay. I'll stay here with my son, and you, and you go back to your dad's until we find a place. And I'm like, no, you're not staying here in the house with this sick son of a bitch. I'm, he's, you know, who knows what he's doing? Who knows why he wants me to leave? He might be wanting me to right. leave so that when you're at work all day, he's in your room jerking off of your clothes. Who knows? He's a sicko. I'm not going to leave here. But then her son came out and said, just leave, just leave. We need a place to stay. And at that point, between Eric being an asshole and really pissing me off and my wife and her son telling me to leave, I lost it. And I just I, – I, I stopped talking. I went in the room. I grabbed the keys. I went outside. I opened up. I called my dad. I said, Dad, I got a problem. I explained it to him. He said, all right, just come back here, bring your stuff. So I got all my stuff. I packed all my stuff out of the house and put it in the truck. And then my wife's freaking out saying, you're not going to take the truck. I said, no, you guys can come with me and keep the truck because you need it to get to your job in the morning. But, but <laughs> you want me out of here? I'm out of here. But that actually greatly affected my relationship with my wife that night and for the next few days because I'm like, I'm real. And I told her, I said, you know, you really upset me and disappointed me because you, you, you're not showing any trust in me and no trust in God. That day, I was all day long on Craigslist looking for another apartment, all day long. And I found all kinds of possibilities. And I told her, I said, look, I'm, yeah, but that's too much expensive. And no, that's not available. No, that's a scam. And it's true. I had like half of the places I was calling were bullshit scammers you know, phishing sites that were just trying to get my information. But I would have been on there every day. I would have found us a place. I know God would have provided. So I was upset with my wife because she wasn't trusting in me, and she wasn't trusting in God Almighty. I do. So I said, don't worry. We're paid through September 8th. And I told Eric, I said, hey, asshole, we're paid through September 8th. We moved in on the 8th. My wife paid you. We're paid through the 8th. And she ain't staying with here with you, you sick piece of shit. All right? So don't worry about it. We're getting out. But but then everything went to shit because my wife freaked out, her son's freaking out, just go back to your dad's, we need a place to stay. So, yeah, I left. And and to be honest, for the first, that's when I, call, I called Joseph and told him, and Joseph made some very, very generous offers to me. But I said, no, no, um, you know, I'm, I'm not, you know, uh, let's not go there, you know. Um, yes, yeah, I'd like that to happen, but no, so me, but no, let's not do that. <laughs> and I know there. now that you know, Tave, I'm sure you'd make even, uh, just uh, you'd match the offer, I'm yeah. sure. But the bottom hey, line Mike, is, Mike, I ain't got another caller. Hey, Mike, I got to patch another you know, caller you know, through. Go ahead, private caller. Right. Private caller. Hey, Joe, I didn't know you were doing a, a follow-up show tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> hey, Mike, What's up? Did you find that Elise with that guy? 
Did you sign a lease well, with that guy, Mike, or did, was it just an oral agreement? Yeah, it was. It was at the time a a friendly. You know, I thought the guy was my friend at the time. I thought he was like a like a like a friend, like a brother, man. You know, I mean, but he completely. Sarge, right now, Sarge, right now, Mike's telling us a story about him and his wife, how they separated down in Florida. It's a pretty messed up situation, but but the example we're using is is that people in the Patriot community, you know, that that I opened up tonight with the opening that look, the people in the Patriot community. Most of them are filthy, rotten, just like the liberals out there. They're backstabbers. They're, they don't stand up for anything. Yeah, I mean, you, they all, you beat a guy up for passing him in the right lane on a highway, but a cop pulls him over, they'll piss on themselves. They have no courage. You know, they, they don't, we don't stand up for it. And how do we expect to restore our republic if, we're, if we act like this, like what this guy did yeah. to Mike down there in Florida, coming between him and his wife, which is, should be a crime, actually. That's- um, you know, but, that's you know, exactly right, Joe. That's true. That's exactly right. Because basically what you're looking at is uh, this is what the world has come to with the majority, it seems like. And the problem with it is they're in places of power where they're turning the other assholes just like them loose once they get locked up. Yep. Right. Yeah. So no sorry. Situation. <laughs> yeah. And anyway, Sarge, I called the uh, Mer- I called Georgia today. Uh, Secretary of State of Georgia election about the elections. I called Oregon and Maricopa County, Arizona, live on my podcast today. So, so I did my part, like I said I was gonna, and we had an interesting uh, show. I don't know if, know if you tuned in and listened to it or not this afternoon, but yeah, but we did. We, no, it was I never on got three that o'clock. email either. I never got your email. Well, I sent a letter to uh, I sent a letter to uh, the election commission detailing some of the things that come out in the news. Just. Recently, about the election anomalies here, why we need to have uh, election reform. Okay. Uh, you know, I just sent it uh, the day before yesterday, so I haven't gotten a reply yet, but I'm curious to see what I get. Well, yeah. most, most cases, they're going back to, they're actually going back, uh, they're going to go back until, well, I hear an ad when there's council meetings and stuff, they were out until the end of the month there beginning of the month, and they meet on Monday, so they had Labor Day off. Now they're going to come in a week later, so I don't even hear mine from until next week. Yeah. And now we've got new revelations about Bonnie Willis being involved with the election campaign money laundering and RICO activity. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. What's course, it, where's the this coming from? Gonna, of course, the mainstream media is going to downplay it. Act as though uh, it's not even possible. But yeah, you know what? And the information came from her campaign disclosure requirement. That's where they got the information. We've got a lot of out of town people donating who have no employment, who do not list in employment, who don't list an address, and uh, many of them from out of town. She had she took in something like. Just under two hundred fifty thousand dollars in campaign contributions, and her campaign expenditures again, according to her own financial disclosure report, was under fourteen thousand five hundred dollars. Wow! I'm telling wow. you, let me tell you, hey Sarge, they make me do that. I have to do that. I have to file that every uh, four times a year, my financial well, disclosure well, uh, uh, stuff. But but I don't. I I, I haven't asked for donations really, and I didn't collect any, and I didn't spend the no no, no uh, campaign money. You know what I mean? So I just put down zero. But yeah, you have to file all that stuff, and you have to swear to, uh, certify to it. So if that's what she filled out, and she filed it with the Board of Elections, then that that's true. I'm looking at it here right now. I'm looking at 
the campaign finance disclosures that she, she did here or submitted. Fannie Taupo Willis, candidate for district attorney of state in district Atlanta. Status well, I wish I could rake in that kind of donations, man. Two hundred thousand dollars for a district attorney? Good God. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at right here, combined financial totals. It says total contributions, two hundred and twenty six thousand four hundred and sixteen dollars and fifteen cents. Total expenditures, fourteen thousand four hundred and twenty five dollars and seventy two cents. And it shows the oh. top contributors. They got them named there. How much they gave, the top contributor was someone was apparently a married couple who gave thirteen thousand three hundred and thirty dollars and the lowest of the top five gave three thousand three hundred dollars. But what's really curious is not necessarily that. What is curious is two hundred and twenty two contributors to a campaign that have zero donor information. I'm looking at the names. There's no information there. It says blank data, no information reported. They got the names, but there's no donor information about them. Wow. And it's well, apparently, Good. But, but that's not all. I mean, because like I said, you, you go to the FEC campaign finance database, and you check the names out yourself. So that's where yeah. it's coming from. It's coming from her. Oh, it's not coming here, from state. Or something oh. at the very least. Looks funky. You know, the first thing that would come to mind if I was an investigator would be money laundering. First thing, I looked at this, and somebody brought this up to me, oh, this is suspicious. First thing that come to my mind would be money laundering. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Hey, I got another caller here, private caller. Let's see. Go ahead, private caller. Uh, greetings there, Joe. This is Brother Warren, host of New Orleans Wake Up. I happen to peruse through the program and then saw that you were on again. I joined you this afternoon, and then I happened to uh, listen to, uh, you know, you guys talk, and then now I'm hearing uh, somebody looking for a ghost where there's no ghost, you know. So I'm just sitting here and just, just smiling, you know. So uh, It's like the coronavirus. Huh? <laughs> it's like the coronavirus, the ghost that's not there. Right, right, right. Well, I mean, you know, some people see that way, but this this uh, constantly wooing over uh, the the district attorney in Georgia and all that, people just have obsessions with stuff, I guess. They got nothing else to do, but so be it, you know. It, well, wait a second now. If it's, if, it's a, if it's a disclosure rule, if it's part of the campaign disclosure rules of the Board of Elections that you have to put down the personal information of your donor, then that's violating campaign finance rules. Those, let, that's let wrong. Let me tell you something, Joe. Let me, let me tell you something, Joe. The charges and charges against Trump going to stick. So we can look for ghosts and look up all under the car and under the floor mat for some kind of dust on this lady, but the fact of the matter is, what it is is is. So this other stuff is just a constant whining and crying and over spilt milk. The election is over with, and people just still stuck on this and that. But of course, some people have nothing right, better to do with themselves. Hey, the election's over. Now let's move into the situation where we have the the current uh, puppet that's now got the factual criminal banking statement that he's in bed with China. He's a treasonous pig. Now, let's, let's move right into that. Screw Trump. Let's handle the business at hand. What do you have to say about that? No, okay, you're talking about re- re- referring to Biden? Absolutely. Which one of them? Yeah, okay. Now you, them okay, look, look, I'm not, I'm not defending Biden. He, they, I'm, I'm kind of convinced 
him and his son did what, what occurred. But my point is, it doesn't mean that because Biden have t- uh, taken some money from Chinese officials, and I am I am in solidarity with the Chinese government. I have no problem with the Chinese government at all. But of course not. Communists don't. Well, I mean, yeah. I don't, I don't see, I don't yeah. see what communi- the Communist Chinese Party is a threat to me here in the United States. Anybody who says <laughs> it is smoking some dope. Anybody who says <laughs> the Chinese Communist Party is a threat to Americans is on some serious drugs. Oh, can, I, well, can, I inter- can I interject? Can I interject? Can I interject for a second? You have a police state. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah. 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 Go ahead, Mike. I, I want to. Yeah, I want to interject and 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 bolster what Brother Warren just said. There, he he he's absolutely right. Um, because the problem is not China. The problem is, as we all know, and it, it never seems to be discussed for what it is is the people that are behind this New World Order, One World Government agenda, they control all the other governments anyway. They're controlling our government. They're the ones that have... That's the main problem right there, Mike. That one word. That one word is the problem, government. Right. Um, so, but, so, but let me address so Brother Warren but, but, is correct in the sense that China is not a problem. Mm-hmm. In theory, in theory, if the United States had its shit together and we actually had the proper uh, military that we used to have and are supposed to have, um, we wouldn't have anything to worry about anyway. But they're manipulating and controlling um, everything, every aspect of all the governments, including our own. Um, but you but know, here's so the they, thing, gentlemen. But gentlemen, that's what I'm trying to tell you. The, the majority of the world, they're referred to as the global south, we used to call them third world countries, are not going along with the one world government agenda. That's why the BRICS nations, which represents the vast majority of the world, are moving in a separate direction from what the U.S. and its junior partners in Europe have planned. Please understand right. the, the, world world is is the world is changing. Not to Look, we already were under a type of one-world government with the dollar hegemony, with the World Bank, with the IMF, with the uh, – the dollar being the, the reserve currency globally. That was the – we was already post-World War II under – and then when the Soviet Union collapsed in 91, even more so because the United States unilaterally did things on its own against international law. But now that is changing. That's going to get you to understand this. The majority of the world is not going along with what you guys have identified as the new world order, please understand yeah, that. I, I, I got it. Let me interject back on that, brother, because on that I'd have to hold on, hold on, hold on, Dave. On that, I'd have to, I'd have to disagree with Brother Warren on that, because actually the new world order has used the United States military over the last hundred years to gain control over so many of these other nations. So they may, they may, they may put that narrative out and try to get people to. To believe that, but it's because they're already under the control. They don't have to take over these other nations. They've got total control. <laughs> let me say over something. Europe. Let me say Europe, something. Europe let me is the new world orders. Let, let me say something. Two countries that are examples of pushing back against U.S. demands are Russia and China. Two examples. All right, now hang on. Let me the let me vast majority of the world. The vast majority. The vast majority of the world has decided to go with Russia and China. And right now, right now, if the U.S. tried to to send troops to Ukraine to confront the Russian soldiers, it would be just like Vietnam 
for American citizens. Wait, 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 look. It'll be worse than that. Look, the reason the United States dollar was so attractive to everyone in the world for the longest period of time since World War II was because it was stable. That's why. Not because it was a capitalist hegemon or any of these other no, reasons. No, that no, no, like no. That's, that's, now, that's let me true. finish. Let me finish. It was a stable did, did you currency. Did you it was not at the mercy. It was not at the mercy of vagaries of inflation and uh, inflationary pressures by rapid money printing and overspending. It was a stable currency. That's why it was attractive. Now, lately, American politicians have imposed sanctions on countries that relied upon the American dollar as a reserve currency, and now nobody can count on it being stable because they have to worry if their domestic policy is going to upset American leaders. It's bingo, a self-imposed Let me give some clarity, a little bit more clarity with some more calmness and rationale. After World War II, Europe was devastated. European economies were devastated. And so at the Bretton Woods Conference, that was a conference where the decision was made to use the dollar because what the U.S. did to Europe, now listen to me, people, the U.S. did to, what the U.S. did to Europe at that time was what they later started to do to third world countries later on, and that is by imposed on these countries U.S. hegemonic policy. And so my point is we had already, if you look at it, we already have been under a type of one world government. When the Soviet Union collapsed in 91, the U.S. was definitely the most undisputed power in the world. That's why they went into Iraq. That's why they went into Syria. That's why they went into Libya. But now, not anymore. Not anymore. And, and, and Brother Warren, can, can you, can you, can, can you uh, um, add to that? Um, Israel? Can you add to that, well, that the U.S. and Israel are like the two well, little Israel, brothers? Israel is, Israel is the creation of Great Britain and the United States. It is the European settler colony in that part of the world we call Western Asia. Y'all know it's the Middle East. So Israel, Australia, New Zealand, <laughs> South Korea, and Japan are like the little satellite nations on, I guess, par with the Western European nations that the United States controls. So how do you feel the about economic the miracle of West Germany and Japan would not have been possible post-World War II without the stable American economy and the, and, and the stability that it provided for those countries to rebuild. Otherwise, the they would have gone communist. In fact, Greece and many of those other countries almost went communist, and the reason they didn't go communist was because of the stability of the American economy and the Marshall Plan, not because of the Bretton Woods Conference. Don't forget America's importation of Nazis from Germany to create the United States space program. There's a deep relationship with Nazis. Now you want to talk about Nazis. Operation Paperclip, that's fine. 
Everybody took those scientists. Everybody took Nazi science. Why don't you address the facts? Why don't you address yeah, the facts? Actually, the Zionists, the Zionist Christians, the ones that are part of this new world order, are the ones that enslaved ninety percent of the slaves from Africa in that triangle, in the trading triangle there with uh, Europe. First of all, so you have let me, a problem let me where every country that opposes the U.S. dollar, which is actually the Jewish banking system, the Rothschilds, the, the New World Order, whatever you want to call them, when you oppose those people, you die. Yes. Well, now, let me explain something to you right now. Let me explain. Hang on. What's your name? Hang on, Warren. Hang on. China, China is in the process of surpassing the U.S. economically, but they're not yet. By one measure, 35% of the world's growth. Hang on. Hang on. By... By one measure, 35% of the growth from 2017 to 2019 will come from China, 18% from the U.S., 9% from India, and 8% from Europe. By 2050, the top five largest global economies are most likely to be China, India, the U.S., and Brazil, and Indonesia. Okay? So so the United States is not in decline and going to be destroyed by China. Let me say this, Joe. Joe, let me say this. There's something called PPP, Purchasing Power Parity, which is a better gauge of an economy than the GDP. And when you look at China's Purchasing Power Parity, it has already surpassed the United States. Uh, It it has not surpassed. No, it has not. No, it has not surpassed the United States. Russia is not dependent upon the American economy to the extent that China is. The United exactly. States is China's number one trading partner. The Russians have a commodity-based economy, the, the, uh, and so do the Chinese. And the Chinese yes, sell most declare. of their commodities to the United States. The Russians sell most of their commodities to the rest of the world. And China yes, and Russia yes, does, not, does not want to be bound by American foreign policy with regard to the United States dollar as a reserve currency. And China, right. on the and other hand, China, on the other hand, it, has the best interest in the United States economy because of the amount of bond debt that they hold. If our economy is declared, they're If we declare the force majeure and just dump the debt, what would China do? They can't do nothing. Their military isn't exactly. strong enough to attack us. They let can't do nothing. He's missing the fact that the Chinese economy is pegged to the United States economy. Okay, let me explain something. Let me explain something. Let me explain something. All of you... All of you are incorrect about China. The United States has imposed a chip ban on China. China has found a way to develop its own chips. Huawei, the company of Huawei that creates the most recent smartphone that Huawei has created, even the camera is better than the recent iPhone. They have mastered how to produce their own chips. China can't be stopped. It ain't, ain't going to be stopped. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all in the fantasy world. Warren, China's not Warren, stop. Warren, Warren, you have a $75 trillion global economy. will expand by another $6.5 trillion in the size. All right? Who owns all that, all that money and that debt around the world? Okay? 
China, yes, has grown, has grown 35% more than the United States over the last two years. But, if, but, but the projected growth by 2050, it's even between China and the United States. Though, yes, China will be a major player in the world stage if they keep going the way they are and if they, if they keep selling off the United States debt that they own of the United States. But they're not going to be able to do that. All right. So you're, you're China. Where's China stationed militarily around the world, uh, Warren? Nowhere. China, China's not interested. Nowhere. China is not interested in military bases. China is interested in investing economically with country and goodwill. A win-win. China and goodwill doesn't do mean nothing in war. The U.S. That's the U.S. That's the U.S. with the military bases. Because the U.S. can't listen to me. The U.S. has the military bases because it cannot compete with China. All right, I got oh, another please. caller who wants to jump in here. Oh, no, I got another caller. Oh, stop. 704. 704 wants to jump oh. in here. Go ahead, 704. What's up, fellas? What's up? I just wanted to uh, let y'all know I'm, I listen to all y'all all the time. I love it. But we got to look in the mirror first. We are the blame. America, we are the blame for everything because we let it go on this we shouldn't have let it get this far. And so we got to look in the mirror and know every bit of we can blame it on New World Order or this or that or whatever, but it starts with us. It's our fault. We let it go too far. Yeah. And y'all are very smart. But y'all the, minute, about the minute we start recognizing that and we realize that that's what we have to make the changes and get rid of the people that are corrupting this government, once that happens, everything that Warren is saying is going to go pick the pot because the sanctions and the availability – us providing China with everything they have on almost every level, if you stop that, what does China become? Just another island with nothing. That's what would happen Look, to China. No sir, China, gentlemen, gentlemen, China, China is not going back to the century of humiliation. They're not going back. I'm telling you. That's a China's economy is in a recession. See, here's the problem with you guys. The They're communists, Warren. They cannot well, survive. Let's, let's, communists let's, cannot survive. It can't. That, that's their, that, that's okay. their right to be. Now, can we have a few right facts for a minute? minute? Wait a minute. Can we have a few that's facts for right. a minute? Not opinions. That's their right. How about that's a few facts? Right. That's their right to be communists, and that's none of your concern or anybody's business okay. would have all right, all right, to be right. for them. Human rights. What about human rights? China's China's current economic depression or recession. You seem to want to avoid discussing that. China's in no economic depression. I'll tell you why. Let me say this, gentlemen. Joe said Mike. Joe said Mike. Let Mike speak, please. Come on, man. Can't talk over each other. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, with all due respect to all my brothers here, they're, they're, everybody's making great points. But Warren is really making the greatest points, even with what he said. Who the hell cares about China? Let China be China. If they want to be communist, let them be communist. If they want to be Buddhist, let them be Buddhist. What we got to worry about is the, the, the caller that just came in, the most recent. It's our fault. Yes, we need to take back what our nation is supposed to be and be worried about ourselves. The problem we have with that is they've got this country so screwed up now on what our nation is even supposed to be. Um, there's those of us that are left. See, Warren might not agree with what um, 
you know, our nation is supposed to be in the way that I would describe it, um, perhaps. But Warren is right about, you know, who cares about China? Let them be communists. If you notice but, but all let me, of this. Let me, say this. Let, 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 let me say this with all due respect. The reason why there's hate and animosity against China that, that, that we're getting from the mainstream press, the corporate mainstream press, is simply this. The American capitalist class wants China's market. They want inside China. China does not allow American corporations to come in as it has done other countries. That's the main reason why China is hated. So what the, what the mainstream media does, it gives you propaganda 24-7 against China because it's pissed off the American capitalist class. Big tech. Okay, all right, all right, all right, so let me finish my thought. I let you interrupt on me. I let you interrupt on me when I was talking. So I just okay. want right. to say that I, that I want to finish my thought point you just made is a good one to help me finish my thought because okay. ultimately you're I, I accept what you just said is 100 percent true so the big problem we have here ultimately comes back again to what this whole outreach of this global corporation this global takeover everybody wants to have control over the world it's all about a, a world government control and that government is a, is really corporate control not government control Cover, go, government is a facade it's the corporations that are endeavoring to have the control and they frankly want to have the control through china through the u.s through russia through everywhere the corporate control because that's what it's about it's a china. one world global corporation <laughs> and let me say this restrictions like our, if it's all of our industrial stuff in america the, the, the restrictions on all of it if China had to implement that in their situation, they'd be shit out of luck, just like we're looking at. Let, 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 let me explain something. Let me explain something here. Well, they got, got their money. They got their money from us. We're the dumbest. Let, let, let me explain something. Money. Let me explain to you guys. The debate against communism versus, I guess, capitalism is this. Listen to me real well. Y'all got to listen to me real well. The capitalist class hate communism because communism has a government where it controls the business class. We live in a society where the business class, the business class controls everything and refuse to be put in control. You know, in China, when billionaires screw up, in China, when billionaires screw up, their asses go to jail. They go to jail in China. Okay? But in the United States, when billionaires, when billionaires, rip, when billionaires rip people off, like the big banks, they get rewarded by the government in what it's called a bailout. you what, Warren. Let me ask you this question. Would you rather have all the big wigs, all those guys and all the big businesses pissed off at you, or all the people in your country because you're being run by a government that's of doing everything that you do. You can't do anything. Well, you're in your home. That, you that, that's, not, that's not That's not Wait, wait, wait. You know, wait, wait. L- listen to me. Listen to me. Sir, you know, China no, has wait. their own version they of YouTube. They have their own. Let me, let me finish my point. China has their own version. China has their own version of YouTube. They got their own version of Twitter. They got their own version. Hold up. They got their own version of Amazon. 
Now, on their version of Twitter, I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember what the, the version yeah. of the, what, what, what it's like what Twitter called. People go on there 24-7 and criticize the government. 24-7 no, and criticize the government. No, they don't. Yes, no. they do. Yes, they do. You don't no, know what you're don't. talking about. Yes, they yes, do. Yes, I do. And I'll tell no, you, you why I know what, what I'm talking, talking about. about. You don't know what you're talking you about. You don't either. You're You just apologize for the propaganda. You're an apologist, sir. You just made that up. You don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're going to tell me now you can freely criticize the Chinese Communist Party and Xi Jinping without the permission of the Chinese Communist Party? You've got to be kidding. They have protests in China. I can't believe he actually did that to me. On this, here in the United States, on YouTube, if you say something against the Ukraine, why don't they have the same China? version of TikTok in China that they have in the United States? Why is their version different? So, the questions you put to him, he won't answer because he knows what the answer is. So, you say you got 2,000 books, try to read one of them. Go sit down. So I ask you a question. You don't want to answer. You never want to answer them. The China has a right. Let to me. He just goes on and on. He, he doesn't have a yeah. dialogue. He has a lecture. Mike, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen. Why do you support communism? Why? Why do you like communism more than the American system of government? Why? Well, 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 well let's look at the American system. Hold up, hold up, Joe. Look at the American system. Come on, guys. Let him answer. But he's giving us a lecture. He doesn't want to have a dialogue. Go take your medication, man. Go take your medication. Oh, man, get out of here. Hey, why did you go to the anti-communist? You need much more than I need medication. You're the one that needs the medication. Go get your shot. You need a dose of the truth. The problem with you is you need a dose of the truth, and you're immune to that. Joe, mute them both and then tell Warren to talk because you told him to finish the thought. Listen, all right, Warren, why do you like communism better than America's system? Maybe he'll right answer here. a question well, from you. But, Joe, Joe, the way you phrase that question. He still won't answer the question you asked him. The way you phrase that question, Joe, shows the problem how America See, he won't can answer. brainwash. See? Okay? It's not, about, it's not about whether I like communism. Yes. I don't hate other people because I'm told to hate them. You know, in this country, for a long time, for a long oh, time, oh, for a long Joe, time call on American Mike, Black. Hold on, Mike, so Joe. Mike can answer the question for Warren. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got to do it because he won't do it. Yeah, Mike's Warren, I really wanted to direct Mike, I really, Warren, I wanted a direct answer, so let Mike answer it. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. What's your opinion right, on yeah. this? So my answer, and, and this is because yeah, I, it's obvious Warren's having a hard time answering it, and there's a reason for that. Because when Warren made the point earlier <laughs> yeah. about communism, let me finish. When Warren made the comment earlier about communism that's given everybody the idea that he loves communism over capitalism, essentially, the bot, he was saying that c- communism controls the corporations, whereas uh, in capitalism the corporations control everything, including the government. What he's oh. missing is that in communism the government is no different than the core. It's the same thing. It's either corporatism or or uh, or governmentism, or both the same. Because you you still have the same people that are controlling. Even in communism, they control the corporations because they control the corporations. So they control what gets done. They are the Where, whereas if the corp, 
Right. That's the thing. They are. They're one and the same. So it's not like, oh, uh, capitalism's bad because the corporations are controlling everything, and communism's good because the government has control over the corporations. No, when communism has control over the corporations, it's the evil empire. When corporations have control over the government, they're the evil empire. They're both yeah, evil. Joe, who really can have control is what I might. Yeah, say really Joe. have control? The consumers. Without the Joe, hang on, let's there, there, there is no hang corporation. On. Hang on, 704 is talking. Go ahead. I'm just saying, uh, without the consumers, any corporation ain't a corporation. So we, the people, still have the power even over the, the, the corporations if we come together and boycott each company at a time and put them out of business. We can simply solve that problem. But we got to be together on it. We got to not buy our products, shut them down. Because they ain't nothing without the consumer. People become too late. That's, to a profound, that's a profound point, but they've got the consumers under their spell through the media, you know, with all their hamburger advertisements and their beer advertisements and their movie advertisements and their stupid music that's not music advertisements and their stupid social, social trends, all the social trends with the purple hair and the LGBTQ community, everything. They've got control over the people's minds. Like they said, they can hack people. So people are controlled by the corporations who own the media. Joe, can I yeah. say something? How many times? Go ahead. Let Warren talk. Let Warren say something. Go ahead, Warren. Go ahead. Yeah, I really, I really don't appreciate the derisive uh, remark that I don't know how to answer a question. I think that's the problem true. with you guys is I think the problem <laughs> with you guys is you are not capable of indulging right. in complex intellectual debate. Oh, so God. you look for oh, some sort of simple answer. You look like a child. Oh, when you, talk, you try to tell a child, you try oh, to tell a child they can't have the cold. You t- look, when oh, an adult yeah. tells a child you can't eat the candy. All is condescension. Can you answer a goddamn question? What? You're just a condescending bullhorn. Good Lord. Watching it on TV. We can't Watch understand. You're the only one capable of comprehending no, no. complex no. subjects. And, and, and oh, Sarge's example, Sarge is getting upset Listen because he can't understand what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, Sarge is getting upset. He is a propagandist tool like no other. Yeah, and see, oh, Sarge is frustrated because he can't. He's frustrated because he can't Listen to him. Can you listen to this endless string of put-downs and condescension and patronizing hubristic arrogance? He's still That's what he said to me. Somebody said, I don't oh, know how to answer Just ramble on. Be my guest. Ramble on to your heart's content. Never heard Sarge, I know. Sarge, I know it's frustrating when you don't know how to read. I know how frustrating. No, no. Listening to you right. is maddening. It's not frustrating. It is maddening because you, sir, are the epitome of what we're fighting against. Right, and you have a platform. Truth. You, you're, you're fighting against you truth. You're fighting against truth. You're right. Oh, you don't I know what truth is. If it smacked you in the ass truth. with a bad fiddle, you wouldn't know what the truth is. I, I get that. I get that feeling, though, Warren, that you just don't like the United States and what it stands for, or the history of the United because, States. And, and Joe, let me address that, Joe. That's a that's a very legitimate concern on your part. And the re- and the reason why you get that, Joe, is because that's how you've been brainwashed over time to look oh, at people who kind of I'll tell you one thing, man. You ought to mouthwash his mouth out with soap. 
If you a man, you come do it. If you a man, like you say, y'all, you come do it. I'm not a man. I mean, that's what I got. One, one condescending, arrogant, you know, just, oh, put the, oh, you're just such a rube. You don't understand complexities and nuances. Only we start coming at Hey, so right, yeah, yeah, like you say, I need medication. Sorry. You need to send Sorry. me to the booby hatch, don't you? Sorry. Like your boys in the Soviet Union did. <laughs> you want to keep up with me, Open up a dictionary. I see you don't want to have a dialogue, sir. You want to lecture us. You don't want us to have a back and forth. You can't have what a back and forth because your ideas and your beliefs cannot stand up to analysis. Nope. Spell it. What's the word in the other Spell it. Now, why don't you ask me how many people I murder? Like you usually do when you're losing. How many people did you murder, Sarge? As many as it needed to be done. Change the subject when you're losing. Because you're always losing against someone who knows what they're talking about. You can't stand me. You don't know wait, anything wait, wait, about wait, what you claim to know. That's why you ain't going to get out of the page. Programmed. Comments are programmed. Hang on. He made a comment. He said, I'm brainwashed. What do you mean brainwashed? He always does. Because, Joe, let me explain, Joe. Because you have grown up in a community where people who have had grievances and who have expressed those legitimate grievances against American society, you've been taught that they hate America, you see. But you have to understand American history. There are elements of the population who have had legitimate grievances against the country. Shall we change the subject? 180 degrees off what we started talking about. That's what it is. I'm trying to keep him on track. I'm trying to illustrate to Joe why he sees. I'm trying to illustrate to Joe why he sees. Yeah, I see right through you. That's the, the problem. That's why you don't want to talk to me because I see right through you. No, first of all, you don't know. Let's talk. You're screaming. Why are you changing the subject endlessly when you don't have an answer to anything? You don't know right, that Mike, you're screaming, yeah, and start making a point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you do the same something. thing every time. Mike. You're just programmed like a zombie. Right. Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, mm-hmm. Mike. Okay, here's Mike. All right. So let's all visualize a triangle because this kind of covers everything that's been, you know, heated over the last few minutes. When Warren is making his point about people having grievances, Let's give him that. Let's give him on one of the corners of that triangle that there are people that have grievances against government. Where'd he go? I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone who conceded that fact. Let me say this, Joe. Let me give you an example, Joe. When the Vietnam War was going on, it was very unpopular. People protested against the Vietnam War because they didn't see why the U.S. was in Vietnam. But people hang on, I got Bianca. Wait, no, hang on, hang on, Warren. Finish your yes. point, Warren. Go ahead. Huh? Finish your point real quick because I got Bianca. Okay, yeah. right. So people, people called Vietnam protesters anti-American. They saw they love coming back and buying Many. bags for a situation they didn't see the need for the U.S. to be in there. So my point is. When you, when you look at a person like me, 
who doesn't agree that China is a threat to the United States. That's why you come from that tradition of looking at disagreement as anti-American. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Well, All right. Well, 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 come on, Bianca. Go ahead. Four's yours. No nuance. You know, uh, Gibson. Why did you let this person come in and disrupt your shows all the time? You get a kick well, out of that. <laughs> well, we let him in. You know, we started out pretty civil, actually. It just turned this way the last thirty minutes. It, I have never seen it start off civil. I mean, unless there's well, a new definition for civil. <laughs> come on, let's go every time. Now, let me say this: I trade stocks, options, forex, and Bitcoin. And we trade against the U.S. dollar against other currency in the world. The U.S. dollar is the most stable in the world. Right now, one U.S. dollar equals to 7.3 Chinese yuan. That's worse than down in West Africa. China, 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 China population it's six. It's what 1.4 billion. The United States is about 334 billion, and you derive at your PPP by dividing your gross domestic product by your population. So China is not nowhere near going to do the USN. Where do you get this damn stuff at? China's GDP, GDP yes, it's 41.9 percent of the world, but the US with about a fourth of the population is 34.75. So when you lay that data down Who would you look at as being the strongest And I tell you something else The U.S. GDP would be a whole lot better If a particular segment of the population Was carrying their own damn weight In terms of manufacturing The manufacturing The United States can't keep up with China That's the truth Okay, oh, and it's God. from your manufacturing. It's from manufacturing, Joe. It's from manufacturing. They sell it to the China United States. Employ, China can employ its own people and provide jobs, and so whereby the United States have outsourced these jobs out because they didn't want to pay American workers in the bus unions. But Joe, let me no, no, let me share this with you, Joe. Oh, Joe, hang on for a second, Joe. Let me Joe. Let, Joe, me, let me address that, Joe. Let me address that. Three o'clock right, in the morning, you got hordes and hordes of Chinese people Joe, Joe, the street, sweeping the streets and picking up trash. They don't have no formable jobs. Yeah, that's, that's, that's propaganda. China. That's propaganda, Joe. That's, that's that's propaganda, Joe. Well, you can see them. I guess they're out there looking for Easter eggs, huh? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. kind of car is All right. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I can't Warren. Joe. All right, Warren. What do you want to say real quick? Go ahead. Because right. Mike now, wants to get I want you to, I want to tell, me, tell me if this is American. Tell me if this is American patriot. I don't know. This person says, I'm a non believer. I don't care for Jesus or God of the Bible. I highly respect the spiritual systems demonstrated by black African traditional societies such as Ghana, Igbo in Nigeria, Burkina Faso, and the Shetak Neta, and many more. My interest is dark-complexioned black African females. I would prefer she has a strong traditional values. She not have been indoctrinated in a religion, particularly a Western European religion, 
that particular one head. Does that sound like a, a American patriot or conservative to you, that Joe? No, it doesn't. It sounds like a black radical, doesn't it, Joe? It sounds like somebody who doesn't like the United States or Western culture. All right, Pianchi, explain yourself, Pianchi. Pianchi said that. Now explain yourself, Pianchi. I love the United States. Because if you say that, you're right. I love the United States. Pianchi said that on the Internet. My wife said that. Pianchi said that. Explain yourself, Pianchi. Right, but hang on, it's Warren. You're taking it out of context. You're taking a you're taking you're taking you're taking, well, you're, you're, you're taking one paragraph of the man's beliefs. You hate white, white people. All you gotta do is look at the title of your shows. You hate white. Anything about their culture to him is racist. Joe, you said Joe, you said that that person what I read sound like they hate the United States. I know what I said. I know what I said. I said it sounds like. I know what it said. I said it sounds like. Somebody yes, who doesn't it, like what it, it, like it doesn't it mean it is. It doesn't mean that I, it I, is. Yeah. <laughs> is this all right? Well, you know, here's what the point, Joe. Here's the point. 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 the man on the phone. Let the man explain what he meant. The man is on the we got Pianchi right here, right now. Ask Pianchi. Don't listen to Brother Warren. He's going to destroy everything. Look what he did with me. Let Pianchi tell you. I want to hear what Pianchi meant. I want to hear what Pianchi meant. Without interruption. All you have to do is listen, is read the titles of Warren's shows. He deflected now. He deflected from him. He deflected from him. You see what he's doing? You hate white people. You Bianca has stated many times on my podcast he loves this country and the republic. He has said that well, openly. Well, a million times. Big, little, figuratively, a million times. Joe, didn't you tell me? Joe, didn't you tell me? Joe, didn't you tell me you were the agent for the government? Joe, didn't you tell me you worked as the agent for the government, Joe? Yes, yes. Okay, all right. Keep that in mind, Joe. Keep that in mind. Listen to this, Warren. I'm a white guy. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in my white brothers having sex with white women and everything else, just like you just said, in in every other context. You can say it however you want to say it. But what you're now you're taking and saying what you call me a Nazi because I'm white to say it. You're saying he's anti-American because he's black and saying it. You're so no, that was Joe saying that. Joe said it sound anti-American. No, 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 no. You just came no. out and I said it, but you asked him that question because you, you put that in the answer in his mind and in his mouth. You project no matter what. Whoever says it, they Here, here's the point, gentlemen. If you believe uh, you are white, black, Mexican, whatever, if you believe in your culture, you're wrong to you because you can't do it. You're telling yeah, everybody yeah, we can't see. do that. Okay, all right, time out, time out. Let Mike, Mike got hung up on. Listen, let Mike but make his point now. He's been waiting patiently. Go ahead, Mike. Wait, wait, let me say this real quick to Joe. Just the point. Joe, just the point. Can Mike make his point, please? Can Mike make his point, please? Can I say this real quickly? You can after Mike. You can after Mike, please. Please, right. go ahead, hopefully, Mike. Hopefully I won't get – and forgive me because my phone, I'm in a bad area. So hopefully I don't get disconnected again. Can you guys hear me now? Yes, go yes, ahead. Sir. 
All right, so I was giving the example earlier of the triangle, right? And I said three corners. So I, I had just said, let's let, you know, briefly, please, because I'm, I'm on the floor right now. Briefly, Brother Warren, fill in the corner for us about what people's grievances are. Certain groups of people have grievances. Just briefly tell us what the grievances are people have in, in, the, in the United States of America. Thank you so much for that. But I just want everybody to know that Pianchi refused to address that quote. Hey, he deflected it back to me. He deflected hey, it to me. I want you to that. Familiar to me. Yeah, that really sounds familiar to me from somebody else. Yeah, that's right. Refused that, that, to address that, 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 question. Please, answer the question. Please. Yeah. Please. So, 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 okay. But when I finish, Joe, go back and have Pianchi explain that quote. He ain't the only one not doing it. Go back and have Pianchi explain that quote, not deflect it to me. Okay, because I could stand for what I see, well, but you I can't stand say, for what he said. Well, where did you, you put the Where did you make that up from? Problem. God, where did you make that up from? That's on the internet, brother. Under your name. Oh, oh where? 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 Mike right has the floor. Mike was given the floor. Mike was given the floor. Mike, I'm gonna mute. I'm gonna start muting everybody. Listen, Mike, go ahead. Finish your point, Mike, because obviously you're not gonna get an answer. Mike was Mike was given the floor. Mike graciously asked for Warren to fill in a few blanks briefly on what the grievances would be, because I can make you, them. You've had, you've, had, you've, had grievances, hey, you've had grievances. You've had grievances by African-Americans, Native Americans, women. These people have had grievances throughout time in the United States, and they were seen as anti-American. They were viewed as anti-American because they voiced their opinion against their situation. What are your and that was the way to shut people up. Not only that, not only that, they were accused of being agents of communists, like Martin Luther King. See, like Sarge says that Dr. King was the agent of the communists. You see, so you that kind of stuff. I never said that. I never you said that. You said it on okay, Yeah, see, what Mike is doing is he's using the triangle example here and allowing Warren to chime in. Yeah, but so don't do that no more, Mike. He's not going to answer, so make your point. Right, but we're making, he won't answer. He'll change yeah, the subject I'm to me. Exactly. Yeah, I'm so Mike, I'm, I'm, Mike, I'm, Mike, I'm, Mike, I'm no, no, actually, no, it was important. It was important, the point that Warren made, because essentially is all he talked about when I said what the grievances were was he talked about other colors, other races, other peoples, and other than white people. So... Just so Warren knows, this, and this is, this is a fact, okay? And I'm telling this to Warren. He sounds like a guy who, you know, wa- you know is endeavoring to walk the line of an intellectual, which is great. Thank I, you, I sir. Thank him. you for that. Thank you okay. for that. All right, all right well, Warren. I, I, I'm, not saying, I'm, I'm not saying this sarcastically. I mean it in all sincerity. Thank, thank you. I, as I appreciate I encourage you. Yeah, I encourage you, honestly, truly, just for your own edification as an intellectual, to watch all 12 hours from beginning to end of Europa, the last battle, so that you watch the proper one. It's the one that's on the top of the videos page at thebigvirushoax.com. Europa, the he last won't battle. Just let me finish whether you, whether you agree with it or not, for your own edification, I encourage you. To, to gain those insights into what that 
documentary is saying and blend it into what you currently know. And it would be beautiful to talk with you as a person after you've actually watched mm-hmm. all 12 hours. Absolutely, Mike. <laughs> yeah. point I'm Good luck with that. Point. So back to my point. Give so me the name, yeah. name so, again. So, so back, so back to my point. You wrote the last battle. Yeah. Right. You wrote Good luck with Europa. that. Europa. It's, it's Europa, the last battle. The last battle. It's it's 12 hours long, and it's the top video on the videos page at thebigvirushoax.com. That's okay. the big virus hoax, H-O-A-X. Okay. The big virus hoax. He's got your website. Or righteousarmy.org. The top, the top video on the videos page. So now, Yo. now, having said that, yeah. I'm going to tell you that there are, there, there is a very deliberate, in as much, in as much as different races have and ethnicities and people have had prejudice against them and have had to deal with things that they've had grievances for, which, which, which you're justified in bringing those points up. There is equally literally a, literally a war against white Caucasian people. I'll look into it. Now, I'll, look into I'll it. say this about okay. it. Joe, now, having said, Joe, having said that, having Can said that, that's, that's one corner that's one corner of the pyramid that there are grievances, okay. and we can right. and, and we can we can we can broaden our understanding of what those grievances are and where they come from by even watching that hey, Mike, let's now, on the other, now on the other the other two corners the other two corners uh. is because we were talking earlier about America. People get confused. This is another one of their ways of tripping people up. On the one hand, Warren, there are people that gravitate towards this notion of you know, the good old traditional, you know, white Anglo-Saxon, you know, America, 40s, 50s, mm-hmm. 60s, where they were all lean, untattooed, white, you know, uh, uh, American people, that this was their mm-hmm. nation that they built, right? So you mm-hmm. have people right. that gravitate towards that kind of a patriotism that's centered around that. And then mm-hmm. on the top corner, we can say there's another America, which is the USA of today. So when, when Warren makes a comment, for instance, Warren, you can make a comment, right? Um, you made a comment earlier. I don't remember what it, exactly what it is, but if you make a comment that's totally justified, and I, I agreed with you, but my brothers on here were disagreeing you because they took it from you coming at the angle shooting against that one corner of good old patriotism right. America the way they think it should right. be, whereas right. I would have agreed with you and said, no, you're right. America is a shithole. It's a shithole because it's it run by communists. And they're pumping all kinds of perversion and immorality and filth and, right. and, and racism mm-hmm. that they push, that they're promoting. They're mm-hmm. destroying humanity. They're destroying morals. They're destroying traditional family values through Hollywood, through music, through the gaming industry. Mm-hmm. They're, so the USA is like Satan's den of iniquity. So there are two sides Mike. of viewing. There are two Mike. sides of viewing what we mean by America. And that's where sometimes the problem, the, 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 the conflict can occur in the conversation. Warren might be coming from one perspective, but the people are viewing it from another perspective. I think. But, but not only that, right? That that's, not only that, they have been taught that their perspective is the only perspective and the correct perspective, and okay. other people's perspectives. Yeah, we do a lot of censoring, don't we? We do a lot of canceling in our culture, don't we? 
Hey, it's now, your side doing uh, it, not ours. Mike, now, Mike, now, Mike, I agree with you about yeah, the yeah, conversion no, and all of that. But you can't say that's communist because China don't allow that type of perversion in their society. Yeah, I, they don't I, allow I, I, the no, no, same thing. Okay, okay, wait, 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 Real quick, real quick, because the point he made about communism, it must be understood that people have this superficial idea of communism being like China or Russia. The true communism is all about this new world order, one world government, communal uh, go- government system. That's true communism. Listen, man, let Sarge talk now. Well, listen, this is a dialogue between two people. Go ahead, Sarge. Go ahead. Oh, boy. Uh, but again, I would, not have I would not have anywhere near as much objections to what Warren says as I do if he didn't continually distort what you say so much. Now, had he asked me a question, Sarge, did you say that Martin Luther King was an agent of the communists and of the Soviet Union or something to that effect? I would have said, no, Warren. What I said yes, was he was influenced by the communists in his inner circle, such as Sanford Levison, Hunter Pitts O'Dell, Bayard Rustin, and others who were actually communists. One of them was handled, now that we have the Venona archives, from the Soviet Union. That would have been my answer, but you never did that. You told me what I oh, said, and you lied about what I said. This is what you do. Wait, now, let me finish. Now, what we're saying here when we talk about all of these things, we're, not, we're talking about having an honest outlook. You've got a right to your opinion, an absolute right. We are not the censorious bunch. We don't censor people. We don't cancel people. We don't tell people what they're to say. We're not in the government information boards and all that kind of crap. Your side is. Your side, like China. There are things they will not allow people to say in the United States if they have anything to do with it. We are the ones who are for a dialogue, not a lecture, but a dialogue, a back and forth, a meaningful response to the things that we say that are significant. I always try to answer everything you say that is significant rather than ignore it. I don't ignore anything you know, that is important. I think it is important to make sure we respond in a meaningful fashion to every distortion, outright prevarication, and lie that your side spews. We need to respond to them every single time, and I endeavor to do exactly that. Can I All right, sorry, let him respond. Joke. Let him respond. Okay. And, and uh, real quick, real quick, real quick, listen. If people listening on the Internet, you've got to call in at 657-383-0616 or you'll be cut off. So if you hang up, you won't get back I, in. Go ahead, Warren. How respond. much longer are you going to have this going here, on, Joe? Dear Joe, dear Joe, I was, accused of being a, I was accused of being a liar. If you go to your computer and type in, Pianchi Dan Coley, you will see a Pinterest site with his picture where he said what I read that he denies that he said it. See, these are the people you trust in, and they are the liars. And just like you was an agent for the government, don't think other people in your inner circle can't be agents either, that, uh, 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 Joe. Don't be so naive because you like what people say to you and they stroke your ego because they seem to agree with you, those are the ones you got to look out for. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Dave. I covered that in my training. Okay, now, all right, Bianca, you want to respond about anything? Uh, you want to say anything or do a, uh, respond to any of this? 
I don't know why you let your show be hijacked. He advertised about the 300,000 followers he has on his show, and he spent more time on your show than he does his own. I don't <laughs> understand it. <laughs> But Joe, Joe, this is from people who got shaky background in past that you need to investigate and not allow them on your show as okay. your trusted okay. guys. Warren, there you go again. Now you want to say more people. Hang on for a second. I'm finished. Let me answer that. Everything come out of Pianchi mouth, I tell you, is a complete lie. It's one show you yeah. know I don't be you on. Excuse me, a murder. Yours. And as I told you before, you, <laughs> you called it on my show several times. That's another you lie. You called it on my show several times. I have ever had. And, and you know, here's the thing if I called in your show, I can Joe, guarantee I'm you. Joe, I'm telling you, he's a liar, mistake. Joe. This is the biggest liar on own blog talk. Warren, he's a fraud. I'm telling you. Warren Carter. Warren Carter. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.